Welcome to KJV Cafe, where we explore great truths from God's holy word in a simple, down-to-earth fashion. Romans 10:17 shows us where faith comes from. So then faith cometh by hearing, and hearing by the word of God. Let's grow our faith together in the cafe today. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. Grab your Bible and a hot cup of coffee or tea and join us now as we explore God's holy word. Amen. Glory to God. Thank you for joining me today. We're picking up in part two of a two-part message here on having trust in God. Here I'm talking about how God has conditioned me or been working on me to be saved before I ever knew I was going to be saved and how at the time that it came to get saved, I was more than ready because the Lord had done a work and he deserves the praise. That's kind of the middle of this story as it picks up. Uh, Here we are talking about trusting God, having faith in God, and what a blessing we get from it. Here we go. Thank you so much for listening again, and we'll jump right in. I said, okay, uh, we'll do that together. Well, okay, we'll walk the aisle. We'll get saved. Okay, well, you're going to have to get baptized in front of a lot of people because it was a big church. I said, okay, that's great. You know, (laughs) there was no resistance from me. I was absolutely excited to be saved. And the point of that is that God had been working on me for a long time from a young age, uh, even uh, going to church. I went to church unsaved for for years, honestly. I remember in college going to church. And I, why did I go to church? I don't know. On Sunday morning, I felt, like, I felt a very heavy burden to go to church. I didn't feel right if I didn't go to church. And as a 21, 22-year-old kid, I just, I just went, amen, young man, kid, whatever you want to say, I just went. And this conviction comes from God. So we should praise God for life. We should praise God for salvation. We should praise God for saving us and these unexplainable things. Again, I cannot explain it. Uh, There's so much I can't explain. Amen. I can't even explain, um, honestly, why I'm here today other than to say it's by God's grace and mercy. And he deserves the praise. I can't take credit for that. I can't say, oh, Lord, I I had this conviction because of something I learned or who I am. No, God, you made me. You made everything about me. And I thank you for it. And I praise you for it. We should praise God for family and friends. How important it is to have family and friends. And as I've gotten older, I've seen, you know what happens when you get older and you got a family and you got a job and all this? Your friend group kind of dwindles and dwindles and dwindles. And we have a small church family. I love our little church family. It's very small, amen. I thank God for the the ones I have. They're precious to me because I don't have a whole bunch, amen. I'm just being honest. You know, I was a a very uh, boisterous young man in high school and in college. I remember uh, walking down the street. I'd want to pay everyone a compliment in college. I didn't care who I talked to. And I was friendly with a lot of people. And now uh, I, I have just but a few and I thank God for those friends, and I pray to God that uh, for them, amen, and f- for their welfare and uh, for, for their blessings upon their life, and, and that I can be a good friend to them. And I thank God for my family. Oh, I love the Lord. It's so fun. We went out uh, to uh, Subway after church, uh, the Subway r- uh, restaurant after church uh, last night, and, and my buddy, uh, my teenager, I just called him my buddy, but he was... Uh, he, he was a good buddy yesterday. He grabbed seats and I noticed there was a table of four and he had to bring an extra seat because we've got a family of five and I was rejoicing saying, hey, amen. Thank God for my family. I got five here. Amen. I got one in heaven. Amen. Uh, and we're just so thankful for what the Lord has done. Do you see what I'm saying? Do you see where I'm trying to get your mind at? To think of these intricate little moments and praise God for them. 
And that's the idea of trusting the Lord. You, you trust the Lord so much, you understand that he put these people in your life, that he gave you these moments, that he, he's allowed you to have what you have. Amen. He's allowed you to have a place to lay your head at night. Luke 9, 58. And Jesus said unto him, foxes have holes and birds of the air have nests, but the son of man hath not where to lay his head. Jesus Christ didn't even have a place to lay his head. And Luke 9, 58 tells us that. And, and, and what do we have? We've got memory foam mattresses and we've got cool touch pillows and air conditioning and heating. And we've been so blessed. And I know some people don't have all of that, but you know what? For the most part, Americans have been so, so blessed. Do we thank God for it? Do we thank God that we have it better than Christ did when he was walking on the earth? God's only begotten, amen, our Savior and Lord, amen. God put that in his word for a reason. And I believe part of that reason is to show his people just how blessed they've been. And we need to return, uh, we need to give God some praise for that blessing. Let's give him a little return on that investment. He invested in us. Let's give him a little ROI here today. Let's say, hey, God, you know what? You invested in us. I love you and I thank you. And you've been so good to me. I've heard something that fear and anxiety, they cannot live with gratitude. And I believe that praise and gratitude will overcome that fear. Trusting in the Lord, trusting him so much you understand what he's done for you. How about how much food we have to eat? Oh, you read about the famines in the Bible. You read about people having to eat the skin of their own children in the Bible. Amen. It's crazy what what went on or what could have gone on um, in those times. Amen. And to think about that, to think about where we are, where the trash at most restaurants would feed a buffet of many people, uh, where our leftovers is so much that we don't, you know, my wife was talking about getting compost uh, because we give our leftovers sometimes if uh, they're not too too bad, we'll give them to our dogs, amen. We're looking at getting a pig one day. That'll be a good way to get rid of those leftovers, I understand. Uh, but we may even need to start a compost pile because we don't want to waste anything. God has been so good to us. We have so much food. We have so much food. You know, uh, you read the Old Testament stuff. That was a big deal. Amen. Food was a very big deal. Food supply was a very big deal. And and now we are so blessed. Even when we have a shortage, quote unquote, we have such an abundant uh, abundance of food. It's incredible. Who deserves the praise for that? Who gave us these things? God did. You understand? He's in full control. He is sovereign. He allowed us to have great food to eat. He's allowed us to have clothing to wear. Always had allowed us to have clothing to wear. He's given us more clothing than we can ever imagine. You know, all our secondhand clothing, it goes off to these organizations, the thrift stores and so forth, and they're booming. Um, One of the businesses I'm involved in, which helps support this radio ministry, it uh it, it's it's clothing. It's like um, clothing that people don't buy, surplus and so forth, and. It's abundant. It's abundant. I always kid around with anybody I'm talking to. I'll say, if you ever need gym shorts, you know, I've got a few extra pairs. And I do. I, mostly size small, but we have a lot of extra pairs of gym shorts because they had a mark on them. The tag was ripped or whatever it was. But there's an abundance of clothing and apparel uh, in our country. We've been so blessed. Uh, and, and, and we have more than we know what to do with. Amen. And we shouldn't take that for granted. Uh, I, I think of the scripture when Paul, I think, it was he was asking Timothy to bring him bring his cloak, bring his jacket, and makes you wonder if he was cold uh, where he was. He didn't have what he needed, uh, and, and and many times people didn't have what they needed. Amen. Many times of in, in, uh, being in poverty, maybe many parts of the world today, people don't have what they need, and they depend on our second hand and third hand stuff. And guess what? 
We in America are so blessed. Are we thanking God? Are we praising him saying, Lord, I know it's you that has blessed us so much that we have more than we could ever use. And now what are we going to do with it? Let's praise you and let's serve you. And finally, we should have a song or praise about us for your life, the purpose of your life. I talked about life as in the blood, amen, as in the heartbeat, the air you breathe. But how about the opportunity to serve God? How about the opportunity to do something with your life for God that will earn you heavenly reward for an eternity? How about the idea that God so loved you that he gave his only begotten, Jesus Christ, to die on the cross for you and for me, amen, and, and by that substitutionary death, by what Christ did on the cross, and uh, it was only by God himself sending the Son, amen, that we could ever be saved, amen, by what Christ did on the cross, we then are saved when we believe on him and trust him and have faith in him, we then get the Holy Spirit living within us, we are then born again, we are now children of God. Amen. We are now spiritually made alive. We are risen with Christ. That's the idea of of being baptized. The old man's passed away and you're risen or coming out of that water and there's a new creature about you. How about thanking God for that and your purpose in that? How, How that you've been saved to serve. You've been saved to do something for God. Amen. Now you say, well, brother Clark, I don't know what God called me to do. It's a great mystery. Well, I'll tell you how to reveal uh, what God called you to do. Study his word. Number one, in his word, there are tons of commandments, things that God wants us to do. Things uh, like what Jesus said in the Bible, if you love me, keep my commandments. Amen. You start going through there and we're commanded uh, really to live by faith and we're commanded to trust God. And then we're given many promises uh, that God will never leave us nor forsake us, that he sticketh closer than a brother, uh, that he hears the prayers of the righteous, uh, that, <laughs> that he's not going to lose one that are his. Amen. Uh, that we have eternal life and glory. Amen. Uh, that he's coming back to get his church. Amen. Uh, Look, there's so much in the Bible that we can count on and understand uh, that applies to us. And then we should thank him and praise him and sing that song of praise for what he's called us to do. Because you can look at the skills and the talents and the interests that God has given you. I've heard a lot of preaching on this on the talent side. Hey, if God's given you a talent for this or that, use it for God. But how about the interest side? I mean, things that interest you, how did those interests get there? I mean, maybe you've always been interested in the railroad and you just love the railroad and you love trains. I like bluegrass gospel. And for some reason, they're always singing about trains. Amen. And you think about that you say, well, maybe God gave me that interest for a reason. Maybe I'm supposed to be involved in some kind of ministry towards railroad conductors, railroad engineers, railroad personnel. Maybe I'm supposed to uh, go on the railroad and hand out tracks, amen, and pray over the people that are working in this industry or in the freight line side of it or whatever it is. But you see how God's given you an interest or he's given you a talent. Uh, maybe he's gifted you with a, a, an ability to sing or an ability to play music or he's gifted you with an ability to write or he's made you creative or and you like to make videos with your phone or a camera or whatever it is, 
how can you use that for God? And while, while we're at thinking about how we can use that for God and his glory, why don't we thank him that he gave it to us? Amen. Thank him. It's, it's so amazing what he's given us in life. And I, I won't get into some of the things I believe the Lord has blessed me with, but I, you can bet that I've thanked him for it that I've thanked him and thanked him and thanked him for it because I can't do these things on my own. God gave me certain gifts and he gave you certain gifts that he wants you to use to help edify the church and help win souls to him. We plant the seed and he does the the winning. He does the salvation part, but we have to plant the seed. We're his hands and feet. And how can we do that if we're not in the right mindset, if we're not in a mindset of praise? A mighty man of God like David in the Psalms is writing here, the Lord is my strength in song and has become my salvation. And so we're seeing here the strength of God. We're seeing here the praise to God. And we're seeing here the importance of salvation, that he is the one that saved us. And because he saved us, he will preserve us. No man can pluck us out of his hand, the Bible says. And so what do we do with that? We have to remember to trust the Lord. You know, God tells us, uh, in his word over and over and over again to have faith, to trust him. And we're, we, we learn in God's word uh, that Abraham was justified by faith, that Abraham, uh, he believed God, even though he was sent into this foreign land, even though uh, there was famine in the land when he got there, even though he had to abandon a lot of his family that he was very close to, even though that uh, he was getting older and still had not had that promised son, uh, even though Sarah was getting very much older and, and, and they had not had that child, uh, even though he lied and and fell short, God kept compelling him to trust him because God would make a great promise and Abraham would respond in trust. God gives us great promises. Are we responding in trust? Are we responding in kind and saying, okay, God, you said it and you're all powerful. Let it be done. And then how do we live that out? We have, we use God's strength and we in, in the mind frame of praise, and we walk in faith. You know, walking is an action step. Walking means actually moving. Think about the Israelites at the Red Sea. They had to step, right? They had to step. As that water parted, they had to step in. They had to walk by faith. God wants us to walk by faith today. Oh, how he wants us to trust him. Oh, how he wants us to have strength in him. And oh, how he wants us to praise him for how good he is. I thank you so much for listening. Take care, God bless, and amen. Thanks for listening to this episode of KJV Cafe. Have a question for Pastor Clark? Email him directly at clark at enduringpromise.org or visit kjvcafe.com and click the envelope button on the homepage. Our program is hosted by Pastor Clark Covington and brought to you by Heartland Ministries. We'll close today with Psalm 119 verses 166 through 168. Lord, I have hoped for thy salvation and done thy commandments. My soul hath kept thy testimonies, and I love them exceedingly. I have kept thy precepts and thy testimonies, for all my ways are before thee.